Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsors over at Axe and Sledge Supplements. It is a new year. 2021 is off and running. And if you're looking for top-of-the-line supplements, everything from your pre-workouts, post-workouts, protein shakes, protein bars, just a badass company to support, Axe and Sledge is the supplement company for you. I've been working with these guys for over a year now. I've been taking their supplements for way longer than that. And what you see is what you get. I mean, it's quality stuff from top to bottom. I wouldn't be pushing it and supporting them if I didn't truly believe in it. A lot of you guys have already supported me with my discount code, and it's not going anywhere. It's still up and running, and I'd be more than happy to answer any questions you have about the supplement company as a whole, but check it out, man. Axe and Sledge Supplements. Uh, go to axesledge.com and use promo code JGill10 at checkout for 10% off of your order. Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. Yes, I know it's been a long time, and I know I've been very inconsistent lately, but I'm sorry. I got stuff going on, so I get around to the podcast whenever I have the chance, and this still remains as like one of my favorite hobbies and something I love to do on the side, so never going to go away, just going to be a little bit more inconsistent. We just got some changes in my household at the moment, so bear with me for the next couple whenever. Um, but since I've been away for a while, I felt like it would be a perfect opportunity to kind of come back and give you guys a life update slash podcast on all of my favorite stuff. So um, if you've been a fan of Rated JG for any period of time, you know I've got basically four things that I'm super into or like I like to talk about, hobbies, whatever you want to call it. And those things are music, Texas Ranger baseball and Dallas Stars hockey and UFC. And also I'm I'm a nerd and I like to learn stuff. So that's kind of like there's an asterisk next to that one as well. But mainly when I get the chance to just kind of BS and talk on here. Those are typically the topping, the talking points I like to talk on. So I'll kind of touch on all those today since I've been gone for a while. So why not give y'all a little roundabout update on all that? So let's start with music. I am a massive music fan and it's been well documented on this show. I love uh, Southern rock. I love Texas country. I love all kinds of music, but I guess you could say that those are my favorite. Like my favorite bands are Blackberry Smoke, Sturgill Simpson, Marcus King, The Black Crows, I mean, things of that nature, like 38 Special, I love all that stuff. I'm located in the Texas, like Dallas, Texas area, so there's a lot of, there's like its own music scene down here, and it's kind of a mixture between country and rock, and my favorite Texas artist is uh, Cody West. If you are a fan of music at all, you know you're probably in the same boat as me. I really miss going to live shows because of coronavirus. You can't see anybody. There's no concerts going on. There's no live anything anymore. So now that things are somewhat starting to open back up, we're we're starting to see a little bit more, I guess you could say, like uh, an attempt at finding places to play. And my boy Cody West did a random little free concert in uh, Oklahoma about two hours from where I live, 
and it's at Gilly's uh, restaurant in in uh, the Choctaw Casino in Durant, Oklahoma. So I was like, you know what? Let's have. I got a little wild hair, and I miss seeing live music. Let's go. So me and the wife and my sister and her boyfriend, we all drove up to Oklahoma spontaneous and got to see a live music show. And I've seen Cody West multiple times, but this dude just straight up kills it. It was so much fun. I didn't realize how much I missed live music until I actually saw another live show, but it was great. He he put on an amazing show. Love that dude. And you can stream his music anywhere. It's Cody with a K and uh, it's all over, you know, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, wherever. So go give him a go give him a look. But um, also on the music topic, um, if you've been a fan of Rated JG for any period of time, or you've probably heard me talk about the quarantine concert that I put on. Um, well, I say I put on. I, I don't play music. I I hosted it. Um, it was almost a year ago. Um, this is February when I'm recording this, but uh, it was almost a year ago uh, in March, I believe, right when all the coronavirus stuff happened. I had this idea before it became super popular where I could, you know, get a couple of my buddies who are really talented musicians, uh, let them use my platform to kind of showcase their music and get them out to a different audience. So um, it went really well. It's by far the most popular thing I've ever done on my channel. Uh, we streamed it live on my Facebook. It's still up there. And then we actually extracted the MP3 audio from that live performance and we posted it as a standalone podcast. So even if you didn't get to see the live stream, you could listen to the audio. It was great. By far the most traffic I've ever had on my channel. It was awesome. And I got to uh, showcase my friends and their talents. The original idea behind it was once all this COVID happened, everything shut down and they could no longer play music for you know, extra money in their pocket, which is what they relied upon. So I'm like, man, let's put y'all out there and get you in front of some new eyeballs. And man, y'all did not disappoint. Um, thank you so much for everybody that listened and tuned in and was Venmoing and sending tips to all of them. You know, I got my buddy Preston Scott, Alex Inglehart, and Josh Birch. They all were, you know, on here and performed a little acoustic set and we sh- it, it, it went great. We mainly did it for fun and Maybe if people were feeling generous, they'd walk away with a couple bucks, and we all did, and it was it was great. So all that being said, with the success of that, we're coming up on basically the one-year mark, and I am going to be rebranding it but doing a better version of that same concept. It is going to be called the Small Room Sessions. So Small Room Sessions is going to be um, sometime soon. I don't know. I have to nail down the date here, but we will be doing another live stream with myself hosting um, in the background and, um, Josh, Alex and Preston will be playing music again. And it went really well. It was a lot of fun. So be on the lookout for that. I'll be keeping y'all updated and, uh, I'll post it all over everywhere. So just stay tuned for all of that. But yes, it's very nice to have live music back. So moving on to baseball and hockey, Texas Rangers is, uh, something that's been near and dear to my heart for a long time. And I wanted to start out by saying, if you haven't had the chance Go read up on the Drew Robinson story. Um, I say this with a uh, a disclaimer that it is not for the uh, it's not for the faint of heart. It's a very 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 deep serious topic about um, a former baseball player, or excuse me, a former Texas Ranger, Drew Robinson, who actually attempted to take his own life. And he survived, and he tells his incredible story. Um, I reposted an article 
that took me, you know, I couldn't tell you the last time I sat down and took an hour to read something and I read the entire thing from top to bottom and man, it was insane. And E60 actually did a uh, documentary on him, a one hour documentary, um, the Drew, the Drew Robinson story. It's called Alive. Can't recommend it enough. So, I mean, if you're into those kind of things and you have the uh, mental capacity to kind of take on that information, I would certainly recommend it. It's a, it's a beautiful story. So shout out to that. Shout out to Drew Robinson. That was a very touching story to say the least. But um, the Texas Rangers have been something that it, it, admittedly I've kind of like lost touch a little bit with them. I've been a lifelong fan. I've played baseball since I could freaking walk, but it's been weird the last year or two because the Rangers have been going through so many changes, um, including the massive stadium, which I've never even been to. So I think that that's kind of a little bit of my bias there is I'm not so invested in them. Cause I, it's, it, I feel like it's fake. Like I'm watching them on TV in a stadium I've never even seen. It's not the globe life park. It doesn't feel like the Ranger baseball I know. And it's indoors, which is weird, but that on top of the fact that we have been an absolute dumpster fire of a team, we suck. That has kind of also added into it. But um, it's I, I'm always going to watch the Rangers. You know, I'm a lifelong fan, and there's there's some upsides. But uh, some big news came out as of yesterday, actually. Lifelong, I mean, Ranger legend at this point, Elvis Andrews is being traded to the Oakland A's, which is um. I got some mixed emotions on that. You know, I, I love Elvis Andrews. Everybody that's a Rangers fan is probably feels that same sentiment, but he's getting older. Um, when you play a position like shortstop, you need range. You got to be able to backhand. You got to be able to forehand. You got to be able to, you know, just cover your, in, I mean, you're the captain of the infield. And I feel like he's lost a lot of range, a lot of arm strength. He's a different hitter now. He's kind of developed some power, which therefore his average has kind of fluctuated and, he used to be a leadoff guy. Now he's anywhere from one to four, which which has its ups and downs, but he's a different player than he used to be. He's definitely in the latter half of his career. So it's sad to see him go when you think about all that he did for the team, but happy for him. Wish him nothing but the best. And we did get Chris Davis, um, Crush Davis from the, the A's in return for him, which is great because he annihilates the Rangers every time we play him. He's a division rival, and the dude drops like, 35 to 50 bombs a year so it'll be nice having him down here in the texas heat maybe hitting some big flies in that new stadium looking forward to that uh but we are definitely still gonna suck so (laughs) so there's that but you know who doesn't suck is my boys in victory green let's go baby i love my dallas stars and i can't wait to see where this season goes we are actually off to a pretty good start we've only played nine games um everyone else in our division is upwards of 12 but we had the COVID scare at the beginning of our season, so it kind of got delayed two or three weeks. But we're 5-2-2, two, and two, and we have 12 points. Um, I know a lot of the people on here have like messaged me, and they say they don't know too much about like UFC and hockey, which is fine. I'm always uh, – whatever I know, I'll tell you. But uh, the points, if that's kind of confusing, basically you get, a, you get two points for every win that you have. And if you go into overtime and lose, you still get a point. So the Stars, even though they've – technically won five games they got two additional points because they lost two overtime games so even though they lost they still got a point so they're sitting at 12 points um they're a couple games behind everybody else because we haven't played all the games yet so 
We're still playing catch up, but they're looking good right now, man. Uh, we still get no respect at all because we're playing ice hockey in freaking Texas. But anyways, love the stars, love what they're starting out doing. A lot of people also forget that we have been injury ridden the last, you know, recent history. Our big pieces like Ben Bishop, who we spent a gajillion dollars on, he's out because of his surgery. Tyler Sagan, which everyone knows who he is, he's been out with his surgery. And uh, we just got an integral part of our team back, um, Blake Como, who is a huge part of that FCC line, you know, Foxa, Cogliano, and Como. He just came back from a separated shoulder he got in the uh, playoffs last year. So he's still trying to find his legs underneath him and stuff. But I like the way that we're moving. And uh, I've been super happy with the performance of our veterans. Like Joe Pavelski, Captain America, dude's on a tear right now. I mean, every time you look at ESPN, he's somewhere on the ticker you know he's getting some kind of accolade he's scoring goals every night he's getting assists his plus minus is through the roof him and John Klingberg every time they're on the ice something good happens so that's great and then also another little plus you can say is our our, uh, rookie goalie you know Jake Ottinger Otter's looking great man like can't ask for more we don't really have I mean when you've got Ben Bishop and Anton Adobin in the net like that's kind of what you they, they steal the limelight, which they should. They're our top two. But, man, when Otter steps in there, he's been super impressive thus far, at least in my eyes. It also helps that we've given him, like, 12 goals of support whenever he's out there. But I really like that. That's a plus. And it looks like the Stars are setting them up to be setting themselves up to be good for a while. So, once again, they've only played nine games. They're 5-2-2. Two, and two. But, man, I think the upside is really high for this team, and I can't wait to see where we go from here. And uh, let me see. That's all I got for the stars there. Oh, UFC. Yeah. So like I mentioned, I'm, I'm a big UFC fan. If that is very well documented on this show. But uh, I will bring all of my f- my friends and fans into being a UFC fan if it's the last thing I do. I will take you all with me kicking and screaming. But you're going to like fighting eventually. I stand by that. I'm going on like 15 years of saying that. And I'm slowly bringing them in one by one. What's up? But uh, so I think it, it, this is a perfect time to become a UFC fan if you're not already. Everybody knows the Conor McGregor's. Everybody knows the, you know, Chuck Liddell that used to be, you know, a fighter with the dude with the Mohawk, the Iceman. But like, there's so many fighters to like get behind, and social media is so helpful in building a narrative and building a relationship with each individual person because nobody is bigger than the UFC brand. But there's so much that each individual person brings to that brand. You have the Conor McGregor's who's larger than life. Everyone knows McGregor. But if you don't know who Dustin Poirier is, he's the guy who just beat Conor McGregor. And then how many people tuned into that fight and watched Poirier win and they started doing research on him? They find out how much of a great guy he is with his good fight foundation and how much he does for the community and where his career has come. Like, for every Dustin Poirier and Connor, you've got a Stipe Miocic, who's the heavyweight champion of the world, who gets no credit. You've got Francis Ngannou, who's coming for that belt. You've got John Jones, who's moving up to heavyweight. You've got the lightweight division, you know, who's just got Michael Chandler, who has been a Bellator champion forever, which is the UFC's number one competitor. Michael Chandler just got signed with the UFC and comes out and smokes one of their top prospects in Dan Hooker. So now you're throwing that into the mix too. So 
even if you're a casual fan or you don't know much about it, like now is the perfect time, man. Jump on the bandwagon. There's so many names and so many potential stars that you can attach yourself to and really get involved with. And it makes this sport so much more fun because it's not basketball or football or any major sport. It's, it's one person fighting another single opponent. And that it kind of makes it a little bit more poetic when you're watching it. I know that sounds nerdy, but if you're into the game, you'll know what I'm talking about, but man, it's, this is a great start and, or excuse me, a great place to start if you're wanting to become a fan and also, uh, I just heard that ESPN Plus is going to be the uh, provider for the Ultimate Fighter. So if you don't know what the Ultimate Fighter is, that kind of is what set off the UFC's star stardom, I guess you could say. Um, it's a reality show that started way back in the day, like 05 or something like that. But basically, all these amateur fighters that are trying to get a UFC contract are put into a household, kind of like the real world. And they're split up into teams, and they have coaches, and then they fight each other from the team throughout the, uh, the the duration of this show. And the winner gets a UFC contract. And guys that came out of this show, I mean, huge names like Tony Ferguson, Rashad Evans, Brendan Schaub. I mean, you name it. And the list goes on. But those were only exclusive to uh, UFC Fight Pass. And now I think they're going to be on ESPN+. Plus. So that's awesome. If you're wanting to get into the history of the fights and go watch all that old stuff, that's a, a great place to start as well. But this weekend... You've got UFC 258, which is going to be Gilbert Burns versus uh, the champ, Kamaru Usman, which is supposed to be a very good fight. Just a little bit of background there. Usman and Burns have been teammates, or excuse me, are former teammates. They were they were teammates for like five or six years. Obviously, that's no longer the case. And uh, Usman's been the champ for a long time. That kind of reminds me, like uh, he he's the welterweight champion, and he has been for a very long time. And he reminds me of Stipe Miocic, who's the heavyweight champion, in the sense that they don't get any respect. For whatever reason, these guys are so decorated and have so many accolades on their resume, but they still, it seems like every time that their name gets brought up, everyone starts rooting for the person they're fighting against, the challenger, which is, it's mind-blowing to me because they continue to prove themselves, but this weekend is uh, will surely be a good matchup because... These guys know each other. They fought each other thousands of times over the past couple years. You know, five or six years as a teammate, you're going to get to know your opponent's strengths and weaknesses, and it's your classic wrestler versus jujitsu matchup. For that is that is these guys' strong suits is on the ground, but every fight starts on the feet. So I mean, we're going to see two dudes, welterweight champion, number one contender, basically, and just see where it goes from here. And it's 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 going to shape up to be a really interesting fight. And uh, what I will say is if you want to know a deeper story on this, go to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel Anatomy of a Fighter. Um, the guy who runs this channel has developed such a deep, intertwined relationship with big star UFC fighters, and he gets exclusive footage. He's not affiliated with ESPN or anyone. He's the guy who actually got the footage of Conor McGregor throwing the the dolly through the window on the Khabib fight forever ago. He has exclusive footage because fighters trust him. He's an everyday average Joe, but uh, anatomy of a fighter on YouTube. He's got the, uh, the background story on this, this Usman and Burns fight. And it really, really opens your eyes to see a different perspective, maybe than what you get from your big media outlets. So go check that out. UFC 258 this weekend, Usman versus Burns. So 
I mean, if I was a betting man, my money would be on Usman. Just looking at his recent records with Damian Maya, RDA, Tyron Woodley, Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal. I mean, that that's insane. That's a lifetime of achievement right there in two years. So he's the real deal. But uh, Burns is not going to go out like no punk. So we'll see how this goes. But yeah, that's a UFC update for you. And last but not least, I mentioned at the, be- the beginning of the podcast that I am a nerd and I love to learn. Yes, I know it sounds weird, but I, I do. I-, I-, I love learning new things. And one of those new things I've been diving into is the stock market, which I'm sure a lot of you have as well. And um, I've always kind of played around in it. I mean, I have my own little brokerage account. I have my my retirement account that I don't touch, but I have a personal brokerage account that I just kind of throw money in here and there and, you know, not didn't know too much about it. But I've been doing a lot of research and I've noticed this could be a definite, like a lucrative little side hustle if you just learn. And there's, believe me when I say there is so freaking much to learn and um, I'm all over it and I, I'm, I'm really getting interested in it the more and more that I try. But uh, yeah, I've made some decent little money on the side just by doing, um, you know, looking up, there's a wealth of knowledge out there. There's YouTube channels that are solely based upon, you know, day trading and options trading and things along those lines. But you can look deeper. You can look at, you know, P&L reports on any kind of company and, you know, balance sheets and stuff and see kind of where they're projected and their their prior performance, their, you know, predicted performance, where their 52-week high and lows are. I mean, there's, if you just sit back and kind of dive into it, just a little bit, you can really put yourself in a position to have an extra feather in your cap as far as a side hustle is concerned. So once again, I don't have any background in this whatsoever. Nobody's told me anything about these stocks. I've just kind of, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about the Dave Portnoy and uh, Wall Street Bets guys and all that. So I just kind of took that as an opportunity to really start teaching myself some stuff. And it's been fun so far. But if y'all have any more knowledge on that, feel free to hit me up because I'm always willing to learn and I'm all about that money too, so let your boy know. But um, yeah, anyway, so I think that that's a good little stopping point. I just wanted to stop by and be real quick with y'all today and give you just a couple of touch points of updates of where I've been and what's going on. So I appreciate y'all sticking with me and uh, in this time of transition for me, and uh, I wish I could commit to more and more standard upload days and times, but the fact of the matter is I just don't know. But uh, I appreciate y'all sticking around this far and uh, keep in mind that as long as y'all keep listening, I'll keep talking. We'll see you next time.